Hi, this is Pastor John, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 tells us that the Word of God is alive and full of power. So we believe and we trust that this Word is impacting and changing your life for the better. Help us out and share this podcast. We encourage you to listen to it as often as you can. And the more you take the Word in, the more your faith will grow and the more it will impact and change your life. Giving person. You can't outpay God. You cannot do it. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity of giving in this offering tonight. We ask that your blessing be on the offering and bless the giver, Lord God. Guide and direct them, Lord, in the things that they need to see and do in the next, in the future. And we just give you the praise and the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. I have a little something this evening I'd like to share. It's just a sharing much, but you know, we sing this song so many times. I love it. It says, you know, <laughs> and I, I love it. And now that I can't think of it, <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? Huh? Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's about how the God was with us. You know, he's been so good to us, so good. And he's been with us so much. And, uh, I thought about that a lot, so I looked up some scriptures I want to share with you that, and speak to you about it, and uh, one of them is, and this is from the Amplified Bible, Isaiah 46, 3, verse 3 says, Listen to me, says the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, you who have been carried by me from your birth and have been carried in my arms from the womb. God cares about everyone, doesn't he? It does not matter. There's a reference to that verse, and it's in Psalms 71.6. Upon you have I relied and been sustained from my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb, and you have been my benefactor from that day. My praise is continually to you. You know, and these things, I bring this to your attention because... I want to share with you how that I gave my life to the Lord. I, I, I was, let's be honest about it, a good term is a heathen. That's it's exactly what I was, was a heathen. And God works with heathens even, you know? <laughs> and, and, but he's given us, the song we sing says God's been so good to us all the time. He has. Isaiah 46.3 says, even in your old age, I am he. And even to your advanced old age, here I am, I will carry you. I have made you, and I will carry you. Be assured, I will carry you, and I will save you. That's the big one, isn't it? That is the big one. That's the one we want to rely upon, and that's the one we have. But it says, you have been my benefactor from that day. He has been a benefactor to so many people. And I know I was a recipient of his benefits. Psalm 48, 14. For this God, our God forever and ever, he will be our guide even until death. And he will. He will be with you. 
He's steadfast, you know. And uh, so what I want to tell you about is in my younger years, as teenagers are, I began to drink. And I began to drink heavily. And uh, one thing about people that drink, they lose respect. They lose any consciousness of the people around them. It's all about them. I, I know. I was there. That's the way I was. My dear wife back there, she could stand up and verify that, but I'll, I'll not ask her to do that. But, but so what I, my point I'm trying to make here is that even though in that state, God never gave up on me, I praise God that he didn't. I was 30 years old, and maybe this sounds a little crude to some people, but nonetheless, I have to tell you the truth. Me and another fella and his brother went out on a binge drinking on Saturday night, <clears throat> as I did many times. Actually, I went to work Saturday, but I never came home. I went with them and started drinking. And, uh, <clears throat> and of course, as it is, we usually drank until we run out of funds. And I got home about 2 a.m. in the morning. And I laid down and went to sleep. At about 4 o'clock, I woke up. Now, this I don't know whether I can tell you just exactly how this happened, or because if you've never drank, which is fortunately, uh, I woke up and I was stone sober. Now, that doesn't usually happen. Usually you're hung over for a day and a half. <laughs> you know. But I was stone sober, and I thought, I've got to do something. There's something I got to do. I had an unction within me, in my spirit man, that said, you've got to do something. But I couldn't think what it was. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I've got to do something. And uh, there was no reason for it, really, other than I just could not understand it, you know. So I, I began to seek. And I, I guess that's what that unction was all about. I began to seek. I didn't know what really what I was seeking for because I didn't know anything about God or, or the church. But somehow it evolved. In fact, uh, our oldest daughter then uh, was in the Girl Scouts. And uh, one of the things they do in the Girl Scouts is they have the God and Country Award, and then they have to go to church. Well, we never went to church. So this uh, friend of mine that I worked with, she had a daughter the same age as our oldest daughter, and she invited us to come over to her church because to be a part of that, you had to be attend church, which not only did it work for my daughter, but it worked for me too. So I didn't go for a couple of Sundays when they went to church. I'd stay home. Finally, I thought, well, I might as well go. I might as well, I might as well go and just kind of see what's going on here. So we went and I went to a Sunday school class, adult Sunday school class, and and uh, the teacher introduced us around who we were and everything. And he gave notice to us because I'd never been there before, you know. And uh, so when he got done with that, he's about ready to start teaching the lesson. And this one little old lady there said, I shouldn't say old. She was in her late 30s, maybe early 40s. She raised her hand and said, I got I to testify. I got to testify. 
And I said, what do you mean testify? You know, <laughs> I, I was totally dumb about the whole thing. And she said, I got to testify. She said, today, today I'm three years old. I said, lady, you're 40 if you're 30. <laughs> you know, she said, I'm three years old. And she said, I've been sober for three years. I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't stay sober for three weeks. And she's been sober for three years? How can that be? How can that be? You know? I've been, got me to thinking. That's what it takes. God knows where we are. He knows exactly where we are. But isn't it wonderful, though, that He will remain faithful to you even in that state of mind and condition? That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. <laughs> and uh, so, like I said, and when I awoke that morning, at about four in the morning, I woke and I thought, that there was another unction there that said, I must do something. I must do, there's something I must do. There's something I must do. And I couldn't figure it out. But I began to begin to attend church pretty regularly, Sunday school, worship service. And I just kind of grew from there. I just kind of grew from there. And, uh, but I had this premonition. And I, and I really believe that it was God promoted. I really believe he did that to save my life. I honestly believe that to this day. And that was in 1970. So, you know, it's been a while. And he's been so faithful to me even since that. But like the song says, he's always been faithful. He's been, he saved me from a lot of tragedy. I, I, I sat down and I, I kind of went over some things thinking about my life from the time I was born. Uh, shortly after I was born, why, my mother... I was just a baby. I wasn't over maybe a month or two old or so, and she was visiting with her mother, my grandmother, and her grandmother looked and said, well, that boy's sick. Well, she said, Mom said, you think so? She said, yeah, I said, he's sick. You need to take him to the hospital. And uh, so she took to him, and the doctor checked me over and said, oh, my. He said, this boy has got the worst infection I've ever seen in my life. He said, I don't know that I can save his life. And he said, oh, wait a minute. They've come out with this new drug called penicillin. He said, I'll give him a couple of shots of that penicillin to see if it'll work. Well, I'm here. I'm here. It worked, didn't it? Yeah. You see? And I think that is the providence of God. I never thought of it before until I got to digging into some of this stuff. So, not only... Is he with us in a time like that? But then I thought about how many other times has he saved my life? I can tell you about four automobile accidents that I probably would have died in and never did. I'm here today. Again, I believe that's the providence of God. But I kept saying, I must do something. I must do something. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I had a prayer. I called it a premonition. So, but all these years now, I've served the Lord the best I could, any way I could, at any time I could, and I still, for so many years now, I always thought, 
What, what was I to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And about three months ago, Pastor John preached on the sacrificial lamb. It's in Exodus, you know, before the Passover. And he said, you must eat the whole lamb. And I thought, that's it. That's it. Not literally eat the whole lamb, but accept the lamb of God, Jesus Christ, totally. Don't just halfway, but totally. I really believe. Now, folks, you can call the, the authorities and have them come and get me if you think you need to. But, but I'm telling you, I really believe that's the same thing as all these other scriptures point out how faithful he's been. Even though I wasn't faithful, even though I didn't have an idea who he was. And uh, so... <laughs> Psalms 56 says, Be gracious to me, O God, for man has trampled all me. All day long, adversary passes and torments me. I think that's what was happening when I was drinking. My enemies have trampled upon me all day long, for they are many who fight proudly against me. When I am afraid, I will put my trust and faith in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I have put my trust. I shall not fear. What can mere man do to me? All day long, they twist my words and say hurtful things. All their thoughts are against me and evil. They attack. <clears throat> they hide and lurk. They watch my steps as they have expectantly waited to take my life. Cast them out because of their wickedness. In anger, bring down the peoples, O God. You have taken account of my wanderings, my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not recorded in your book? God knows who we are, where we are, and what we need. All we have to do is open our heart and our mind to seek him, and he'll repay in ways you cannot dream of. Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, the Lord is for me. The Lord God is for me. He is for us, each and every one of us as individuals. And the stories I've told you about my past, he, to me, has really convinced me. I could go on and on for another hour and a half probably on what has happened since I was saved to the Lord. The opportunities I had to minister to different people the opportunities and the growth I've had since I began to study his word that, that gave me the direction and the guidance of my life and uh, to show you how difficult it was. I don't want to embarrass my wife, but I think it was almost three years before she believed I'd changed. It was that bad, and I did not realize it. Until she came to me one day in tears and told me that she just could not believe that I had changed. But it wasn't me. It was the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he, 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 just like I said, it was an unction. That, that was in my heart and in my soul, it would go over and over and over. <clears throat> There's something I'm supposed to do. Something I'm supposed to do. All it was was, Surrender. Begin to believe in Him. Ask Him for guidance. 
That's what it's all about. Draw close to him. <clears throat> My enemies have trampled me down all day long, for there are many who fight proudly against me. <clears throat> When I'm afraid, I will put my trust and faith in you. <clears throat> in God, whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust. I shall not fear. What can men, mere men do to me? All day long they twist my words and say hurtful things. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They attack. They hide and lurk. They watch my steps as they have expectantly waited to take my life. Cast them not out because of their wickedness. In anger, bring down the peoples, O God. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not recorded in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise. In God have I put my trust and confidence, reliance. I will not be afraid. That's so wonderful, Lord. What can man do to me? God has been with me. Thank you, brother. God has been with me. What can man do to me? He can take my life. Huh. They lost on that one. You know, that's what I say. They lost on that one, even if they take my life. <clears throat> Your vows are binding upon me, O God. I will give thank offerings to you, for you have rescued my soul from death. Yes, and my feet from stumbling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. <clears throat> in Hebrews 5, 7, verse 7, in the days of his earthly life, Jesus offered up both specific petitions and urgent supplications for that which he needed. He needed it. We need it. Everybody needs it. The more people we can share it with, because they need it, irregardless. <clears throat> with fervent crying and tears to the one who was always able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission toward God, his unfailing determination to do the Father's will. That's what we need to do. We can do it in many, many ways. We can do it in our own family. I've seen that happen too. Some of my family still drink, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and believe you me, there was always a lot of pressure to start again. But God is faithful. God is faithful. And uh, like I said, in God have I put my trust and confidence. That's where it's at. When you do that and no one understand what he's doing in your life each and every day, you can stand tall. You can walk the walk and talk the talk. Father God, I ask that you be with those that are here tonight, Lord, and, and wherever their walk is, Lord, I want them 
let them know, Lord, that they're in the right direction, Lord. And if they're not, Lord, that nudge them a little bit that they might begin to turn and to to walk, to guide themselves, to kind of make the determination to take you holy, Lord God. And we just praise and thank you for that in Jesus' name. There's so much God has for people. If only they would realize it. So much. Father.